If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He'd always been great at building relationships with the right people. But could he really make money from teaching this skill? In today's story, a former White House aide from the Clinton administration becomes a lawyer, then uses his skills from both roles to reinvent himself with a blog, a series of webinars, and now a focus on LinkedIn. I sometimes mention how if you pay attention in life, one opportunity can lead to another, sometimes even a remarkable set of career changes. Well, in the side hustle world, this is true as well. And it can also connect the dots from one strategy to another. Because what works for a time won't always work. Strategies and tactics are always changing. That's why it's important to stay fresh, uh, not just focus on what is relevant now, but perhaps what might be relevant in the future. Now, I'll say more about that at the end of the story. Welcome to Side Hustle School. My name is Chris Gillibo. Here's a shout out to our sponsor, and then on with the show. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When John Corcoran was 22 years old, he was an English major at a party school and not sure what he was going to do with his life. But just a year later, thanks to strategic networking, he was writing President Clinton's words at the White House. From there, he landed a job as the main speechwriter for the then governor of California, Gray Davis, where he served until Hollywood superstar turned politician Arnold Schwarzenegger ousted his boss to become governor. Suddenly, John found his job literally terminated. But unlike many of his colleagues, John had a new job the next day, all because of the relationships that he had built and nurtured. Next, he did what some might call a curious choice. 
he went to law school and became a lawyer, which is where he found himself in early 2008. Unlike many of his classmates who sought big law firm jobs or government work, John decided he wanted to work in a small law practice. Working in a small firm means that you do it all, serving clients, appearing in court, research and writing, marketing, and anything that comes up, which is exactly the type of experience that he wanted. But even with lots to do and long hours, John almost immediately found himself constrained by what he thought was a stodgy industry. He said his first goal was to find a way to use innovative marketing to help his young practice serve entrepreneurs and small business owners. Even if he didn't recognize it at the time, his desire to be more entrepreneurial was guiding him to something else. John knew that he had a skill for writing. After all, he'd written for the president and began to think about writing a book. It would serve as great branding and could also allow him to use his existing skills. He quickly learned that it was wise to build an audience first and that a blog would be a great way to do that. He got started right away with a simple and free blogging platform. Blogs were still in their infancy then, and his legal writing began to build a readership from around the world. As you might imagine, John was excited about this progress, but he quickly encountered two problems. Number one, he could only practice law in California, meaning that he couldn't serve many of the potential clients that came to his website. And two, most people want to deal with their lawyers as little as possible and reach out only when they need help. He felt disappointed, but not deterred. Pivoting, he refocused his blog to write more on entrepreneurship. But that wasn't quite right either, because talking to peers in a mastermind group, John realized that the topic was still very broad. He had recently given a presentation to that group entitled, How to Network with A-Listers in Any Industry. And it had been a big hit. His peers suggested that he focus more on that topic. Looking at his career history, John realized it had potential. So he began writing on how to grow your business through good relationship building, or basically how to make friends. To build the following in the early years, John wrote a lot of guest posts on all kinds of blogs. It was labor-intensive, but it allowed him to use his love of writing to expand his reach. Then he partnered with a business coach to teach a webinar course. He was really excited about it and believed that he had a lot of value to add to others. He promoted the webinar like crazy, but there was zero interest, literally zero. Finally, just before the deadline, one person registered. That one person may have saved the project because John says he's not sure he would have kept going otherwise. But because one person signed up, John and his partner taught that webinar to the single student. And he was then able to reuse that content for other purposes. He has since expanded and launched several other online courses. In 2012, John expanded further and launched a podcast. That podcast has now featured interviews with over 400 entrepreneurs, business leaders, and authors, including Adam Grant, Dan Pink, and Marie Forleo, among many others. The podcast has allowed him to grow and promote his online courses, and he's expanded into live events, which also helps the podcast and vice versa. John credits his side hustle success to his ability to be flexible and make changes when something isn't working. Back when his blog started, email marketing was very effective. Many people would open and view your emails. Today, more than half of marketing emails go straight to the trash. So he pivoted and discovered webinars. Those worked great for a period before their effectiveness faded as well. He knew he had to find new strategies, so he dug deeper into LinkedIn and now uses it for lead generation. By adjusting as he goes along, John's one-time side hustle now averages revenue of $300,000 per year, and he's closed his law practice to focus on it full-time. He's been able to relocate his office closer to home, and now instead of a long commute in the Bay Area's notorious rush hour traffic, most mornings you'll find him on his bicycle, leading his son and five or six of his bike riding friends to school. From there, John makes the short ride to his office alongside the beautiful San Francisco Bay.
All right. So what can we learn from this story? Uh, well, a lot of stuff. But to me, the key point here, I mean, of course, you could talk about focusing and narrowing and he goes from being a lawyer and writing about, you know, general lawyer stuff to writing about general business stuff. And then really kind of understanding he's got this specific expertise in building relationships, which is highly valuable. A lot of us don't know how to make friends. It's true. But I kind of want to look at his business transition uh, because I think this is something that's greatly overlooked. Uh, people who are successful, especially with online writing or other online content, you know, kind of building a brand around something that they have to, to say or share or a message that they're trying to put forward. Uh, you know, it really is key to adapt uh, to new mediums and not just technological mediums, but how are people communicating and sharing information online? Um, and so in his case, he started out by focusing on blogging, doing a lot of guest posts. Then he did a bunch of webinars. Now he's doing something with LinkedIn. And then we'll see what develops. Uh, oh, and of course, he had the podcast as well. Can't forget that uh, podcast with more than 400 episodes. Now, for me, I kind of see a similar trajectory, um, you know, some variation there. But like, you know, first and foremost, I'm an author. That's kind of my number one thing. Um, but just, you know, career wise, this trajectory, I also started with blogging, doing lots of guest posts. I had a small publishing business uh, selling information products for a while uh, that kind of turned from ebooks into multimedia courses as those got to be bigger and you know people started expecting more than just a basic ebook then of course I started the podcast two and a half years ago I've been doing live events you know for 10 years as part of all of that stuff and you know I could say more about that and different strategies I've tried and mediums and platforms and what I've learned that I'm good at and what I'm not good at uh, but the point is it's also just this journey of adaptation so I don't quite know what's next but I think the values will stay the same uh, but the tactics or the techniques or the platforms uh, who knows those could change so what is the best fit for you now? What is the expertise, the experience that you're going to share with people? Uh, what's the best means of doing so? What's the best medium or platform or avenue? Uh, and what will your story be? Are you going to write your own story of freedom uh, or greater security, confidence, creative outlet, all the good stuff that we talk about every day on Side Hustle School? I hope you'll take some touch point from what I've shared today uh, with you and whatever else you do. And don't forget, inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is better. That's right. Today's show notes, including links to John's site, anything else I mentioned, his podcast, perhaps, uh, go to sidehustleschool.com slash 894, episode 894. Thanks so much, my friends. I'll be back again tomorrow. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.